This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We've got overcast skies. It's 52 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday. It's the 23rd of April, 2021. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we've got a 70% chance of showers today, possibly a thunderstorm. Now, looking at the six-hour radar, it doesn't look like anything's going to be here until later this afternoon. And there is going to be some severe weather down to the south of us between now and then. But here in our area, if we get any severe weather, it will probably happen after 4 o'clock this afternoon. Now, we'll have a high today of 63, and of course, it'll be cloudy throughout the day. Now, tonight, we do have a 90% chance of showers. Could see some thunderstorms with this event maybe up to three-quarters of an inch of rainfall, and we'll have a low of 55 overnight. Saturday, we've got a 30% chance of showers through midday. Cloudy skies will gradually become mostly sunny and a high of 72. Clear Saturday night, a low of 46. Sunday, sunshine and 74 with calm winds. And on Monday, mostly sunny skies and a high of 81. Right now, overcast, 52 degrees at the KVOM studios, and let's send out congratulations this morning to our KVOM employee of the day. It's Mandy Roller at Healthcare Pharmacy. Obituaries this morning, Blanche Criswell Fowler, age 100 of Springfield, died Sunday, April 18th. Graveside service will be Saturday, April 24th at 2 at Mount Olive Cemetery at Plummerville. Walk-through visitation is this afternoon, 3 to 6 o'clock at the Larry G. Acklin Funeral Home of Conway. Carl Ed Grabber, age 80 of Perry, died Tuesday, April 20th. Funeral services will be this morning at 10 at Harris Chapel, burial at Wolf Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.33, and let's turn to news this morning. Officials gathered at Petty Jean State Park Thursday for a ribbon-cutting and dedication ceremony for the Dr. T.W. Hardison Visitor Center. The newly constructed building, which provides space for camper registration, interpretive exhibits, meetings, special events, and staff offices, is named for the man whose vision for Pettygene State Park brought about its creation as the cornerstone in the system of Arkansas State Parks. Governor Asa Hutchinson was among the numerous dignitaries on hand for the ceremony. On this site, more than 100 years ago, the Fort Smith Lumber Company laid the groundwork to create Arkansas's first state park and our state park system. The idea began with the vision of the man we are here to honor today, Dr. T.W. Hardison. Our park system is our crown jewel of the tourism industry in Arkansas. Everything hinges upon it. People come here. It's a source of pride for us nationally. And of course, in our state park system, Mount Pettigene, Pettigene State Park is number one. Also speaking at the ceremony were State Parks Recreation and Travel Commission Chair Colleen Griffith, Arkansas State Parks Director Grady Spann, State Senator Mark Johnson, and Secretary of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism Stacy Hurst, who talked about what the new center provides for the park's more than 800,000 annual visitors. We have a lot of visitors at Pettigene State Park, and for many, This facility will be their first introduction to the park. Staff will be here to welcome and provide customer service and good information. Additionally, we have staff offices here 
meeting rooms that are beautiful and available to the public. So we hope you will spread the word about this beautiful new facility. We are proud of it. It's another jewel in our crown. The Dr. T.W. Hardison Visitor Center is designed in a style that echoes the rustic style used for the original buildings of the park, which were built from 1933 to 1938. Funding for the nearly $7 million construction cost came from the Amendment 75 Conservation Fund and a grant from the Arkansas Natural and Cultural Resources Council. At the building's entrance is a life-size foundry-cast bronze figure of Dr. Hardison, along with an exhibit panel introducing the building's namesake and offering a glimpse into his life's work. The 11,672-square-foot visitor center houses a reception and exhibit area, gift shop, administrative offices, and a multi-purpose wing. An interpretive exhibit gallery provides guests with an engaging, educational, interactive experience within the visitor center. The gallery entrance is an intentional wow experience as it provides a reproduction of the natural bridge, a unique geological feature along the park's Seven Hollows Trail. The center is located behind the old visitor center and just off Lake Bailey at the side of the former Hardison Hall. 736, overcast in 52 at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 63, we've got a 70% chance of rain and thunderstorms late this afternoon, probably after 4 o'clock. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. We're all doing business differently right now. At Petty Jean State Bank, that means the lobbies are closed. But don't let that stop you from getting your banking done. Open a new account over the phone at 354-4988. And with their free mobile app, you can check your balance, deposit a check, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile phone. It's fast, easy, and secure. You can bank anywhere, anytime. Just visit the App Store and download the free PJSB app today. You can also enroll in text banking and get account balances and view transaction history using simple text commands. Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737 and with overcast skies, it's 52 degrees at the KVOM studios. Arkansas has marked 1 million coronavirus vaccine shots administered in the state so far. Governor Asa Hutchinson was on hand Thursday as health officials administered the shot to a student from Shorter College, which the governor said represents an age group the state is encouraging to get vaccinated. After reporting its biggest increase in coronavirus cases over a month on Wednesday, with 352 new cases, the numbers came down Thursday when 161 new cases were reported. Three new deaths were reported to bring the state's death total to 5,711. Locally, One new case was reported in Conway County to bring our total to 2,208. Of those, nine are active cases. There are still no active cases among students in the South Conway County School District as of this morning. Five students are in quarantine. There have been 32 deaths from COVID-19 in Conway County. No new cases were reported in Perry County, where the total remains at 835. The number of active cases is also unchanged for the day at 3, and the number of deaths in Perry County remains at 10. Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson plans to call a special session this fall for lawmakers to consider new income tax proposals. The Republican governor announced his decision Thursday as lawmakers neared the end of this year's regular session. 
Hutchinson did not detail a specific tax cut proposal, but said he'll call the special session, since lawmakers will return to the Capitol anyway to take up congressional redistricting. The legislature is expected to recess this year's session on Tuesday after giving final approval to the state's proposed $5.8 billion budget. Arkansas lawmakers are sending voters proposed constitutional amendments to make passing ballot measures tougher and to allow the legislature to convene a special session without a governor's mandate. One of the Senate's measures to put on next year's ballot would require 60% of voters, rather than a simple majority, to approve proposed initiated acts or constitutional amendments. The other proposal would allow legislative leaders to call a special session with the approval of two-thirds of the House and Senate. Currently, only the governor can call a special session. The Vinson Chapel community, located two miles north of Wonderview School on Highway 95, is holding its annual cemetery decoration this Sunday, but this year's event will be a special one. Cemetery President Joanne Gardenhire says renowned gospel singer Cindy Shue is scheduled to perform as part of the day's activities. She is pretty a uh, great singer. She sang Southern Gospel, and she has sang, and I guess she's still singing at Branson some. And she wanted to come up to Conway County and help us put this on. I think everybody's going to enjoy Miss Cindy's shoe. She really has a beautiful voice, and she loves to sing. And I just thank the Lord that she wanted to come up here and be with us. Activities are scheduled to start with the decoration of graves and visiting at 11 a.m. A sack lunch picnic will follow around 12.15 with the singing scheduled to start at 1.30 p.m. For more information on the decoration, or if you'd like to make a monetary donation to support the Vincent Chapel Community Center and Cemetery, you can call Joanne at 501-208-7189. Now 741, let's check our market report with Edna Hill of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, equity markets finished lower on Thursday, reversing yesterday's rally. Positive economic data were offset by concerns around stretched sentiment and the possibility of higher capital gain taxes. Stocks reacted negatively to reports that President Biden is planning to hike the capital gains tax rate to 39.6% for those earning $1 million or more, up from 20% currently. European markets were positive as the vaccine rollout ramps up, while Asian markets closed mixed. The materials and technology sectors lagged, oil was little changed, and long-term government bond yield fell, reflecting a cautious tone in the markets. The Dow closed at 33,816, down 321 points. NASDAQ closed at 13,812, down 132 points. Volume was heavy as 922 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T up 1.25 at 31.36, Bank of America down 0.36 at 38.36, Centerpoint Energy down 0.12 at 24.17, Daring Company down 7.24 at 368.36, Energy Corp down 1.08 at 106.60. Under Armour up 0.29 at 19.02. Simmons Bank down 0.24 at 28.19.
Regions Financial down 0.26 at 20.29. Southwestern Energy up 0.08 at 4.02. Tyson Foods down 0.54 at 79.04. Walmart down 1.53 at 139.67. Live Ramp up 0.84 at 48.13. Interpublic Group down 1.06 at 29.63. Next, Terra Energy up 0.35 at 78.32. Natural Gas unchanged at 2.75. Precious Metals were mixed. Gold was up 1.60 at 1,783.60, and silver was down 0.02 at 26.16. I'm Edna Hill, Senior Branch Office Administrator, Edward Jones Investments, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street. Taking a look at our community calendar, a benefit car show for Robert Majors is set to be held today from 10 until 2 at the Haynes Home Center parking lot in Moralton. Now again, they've been closely watching the weather. It looks like the rain will most likely hold off for that event. Hot dog and hamburger lunches will be sold for $6, and there will be an auction for a pellet grill and a gun. Raffle tickets are also being sold for various knives and jewelry items. Those will be drawn for in June. For more information, call 354-5280. Owens Cemetery will hold its spring cleanup Saturday. Everyone's invited to help. You are asked to bring your own tools, though. Refreshments will be served. And for more information, call Mark Calvin at 354-2446. The East End Masonic Lodge, number 758, will hold a fish fry Saturday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Lodge Hall in Bigelow. The menu includes catfish, chicken, hush puppies, fries, slaw, and all the trimmings. Meals are $10 for adults, $5 for children under the age of 12. For more information, contact any Lodge member or call or text Ross at 501-912-7160. And coming up on Monday, the Conway County Quorum Court meets at 5 o'clock at the Courthouse in Moralton. Well, more and more folks are finding it convenient to listen to KVOM's Newswatch on the KVOM podcast channel. And you can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Coming up on 746 with overcast skies, 52 degrees at the KVOM studios. Our morning news watch continues with sports and weather after this. We're all doing business differently right now. At Pettyjean State Bank, that means the lobbies are closed. But don't let that stop you from getting your banking done. Need a loan? Just call Pettyjean State Bank at 354-4988 and ask for the loan department. You can talk about consumer, commercial, agriculture, or mortgage loans. And keeping up with your loan is convenient with PJSB's website or free mobile app. They're both fast, easy, and secure. Visit your app store and download the free PJSB mobile app today. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC. Okay, Phones Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The Sacred Heart softball team scored seven two out runs to beat Wonderview eight to three in a crucial one A four conference game on Thursday afternoon in Wonderview. Lady Rebels got three hits, including two doubles and an RBI from senior Elizabeth Aguilar, two doubles and two RBIs from senior Bailey Sparks, and two RBIs from junior Halen Holzman in the team's eighth win of the season overall. 
Cindy McKenzie Greason allowed three hits, no walks, with four strikeouts over seven innings to get the win. Freshman Alexis Gangliff had two of the three hits in the game for Wonderview and an RBI. Sophomore Abby Baker had the other hit, and junior Caitlin Crafton drove in a run for the Lady Daredevils. Sophomore Lydia Polk had ten strikeouts in seven innings, but took the loss for Wonderview, who falls to 10-6 and six overall, 4-3 and three in conference play. Lady Daredevils can still clinch second place in the conference with a win over Guy Perkins in their regular season finale on Monday. Lady Rebels finished their conference season 4-4. Four and four. They're scheduled to play a non-conference game at Conway Christian today at 4 p.m. The Wonderview baseball team lost to Atkins 8-3 in a non-conference game Thursday in Wonderview. Daredevils are scheduled to host Sacred Heart for a 1-4 conference game today. First pitch scheduled for 4 p.m. And if they can beat the rain and get that in, we'll have the broadcast of that game for you live on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800. Junior Braden Garrett had two hits and two RBIs, and senior Kate Halbert had two hits, but the Marlton High School baseball team lost a non-conference game to BB 9-3 on Thursday afternoon in BB. Devil Dogs now 15-7 on the season. They're scheduled to play at Dardanelle today at 5 p.m. for the 4A4 regular season conference championship. The Marlton High School softball team suffered a 7-5 loss to Greenbrier in a non-conference game on Thursday in Marlton, senior McKinnon Keaton went 2-for-3 with the home run as the Devil Dogs fall to 21-6 and on the season. Having already wrapped up the conference title, Marlton is scheduled to play its final conference game of the regular season today at 5 p.m. at Dardanelle. Nemo Vista's baseball team completed an undefeated run through the 1A4 conference with a 15-5 victory over Mount Vernon Enola on Thursday. Red Hawks are now 11-9 overall and finish 8-0 in a conference play. Nemo Vista's softball team lost its game to Mount Vernon Enola 14-0 on Thursday, finishing 0-8 in the conference. Lady Red Hawks are scheduled to host Perryville for a non-conference game on Monday. Robert Moore homered twice, and Arkansas pitchers combined on a two-hitter as a top-ranked Razorback baseball team beat number 11 South Carolina 6-1 in the open over three-game series Thursday night in Columbia. Teams will wrap up the series with a doubleheader today. Marlton's Maddox Long had seven strikeouts in six innings but took the loss as the Rich Mountain College baseball team lost the opener of a doubleheader to Murray State College 6-2 on Thursday. And after having Thursday off, the St. Louis Cardinals will look to get out of the basement of the National League Central when they start a three-game series against Cincinnati tonight at Bush Stadium. First pitch at 7.15 p.m. here at Live on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800. And that is our sports this morning. All right, Eric, thank you for those updates here on this Friday morning. As we approach 7.52, we've got overcast skies outside 54 degrees at the KVOM studios as we turn to weather for you now. We do have a 40% chance of showers in our outlook for this morning. So could see some raindrops, but mainly it's going to be this afternoon and into tonight. 80% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms uh, with a southeast wind from 5 to 10 miles per hour. Today, uh, really not not expecting to get to any more than a quarter of an inch, uh, somewhere between a tenth and a quarter, except, uh, of course, high, higher amounts possible in those thunderstorms. Now, tonight, up to a 90% chance of uh, showers and thunderstorms, low down to 55 degrees, and we could see up to one inch of rainfall overnight tonight. Now, on Saturday, looking at a 30% chance of showers, this is mainly going to be in the morning hours, uh, cloudy throughout the morning, then gradually becoming mostly sunny on Saturday, our high of 72 degrees. 
degrees. Then Saturday night, it'll be mostly clear, our low down to 46. Be real nice on Sunday. Sunshine, high of 74. Then Sunday night, clear, low down to 54. Nice again on Monday. You'll enjoy this weather. Mostly sunny skies, our high 81. Monday night, partly cloudy, low down to 61. And then by Tuesday, we've got mostly cloudy skies and uh, some chances for showers and thunderstorms starting up. And lasting for uh, looking like much of next week. Uh, we've got chances for showers and thunderstorms, looks like uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of uh, next week. But uh, uh, we will uh, keep you up to date as we move a little bit closer to that storm system. But uh, we have one to contend with, of course, uh, uh, right now. Got one coming through this afternoon and into tonight. Again, could expect another inch of rainfall overnight. Our current conditions, humidity 77%. Our wind speed is variable right now at 3 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 30.04 inches. Our dew points at 46, 10-mile visibility. The low this morning was 50 degrees. High yesterday made it up to 66 degrees. The low a year ago, 55, with a high of 74. We did get just a little bit of rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios, 0.07 inches, and that brings our total up to 11.92. We're creeping up to 12 inches and uh, we'll hit it tonight uh, sunset this evening 750 and sunrise tomorrow morning 628 when you join us for your favorite country music right here on kvom fm 101.7 again currently overcast skies 54 degrees at the kvom studios at 754 kvom's friday morning edition of news watch continues with state headlines from the arkansas radio network on the way next we're all doing business differently right now. At Pettyjean State Bank, that means the lobbies are closed. But don't let that stop you from getting your banking done. Need to deposit a check? Do it anywhere, anytime with the free PJSB mobile banking app. Just snap a photo of the front and back of your endorsed check and make a deposit right from the app with a small transaction fee. Right in town and always in touch. Visit your app store and download the free PJSB app today. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC. 8 o'clock now on KVOM. You're listening to Newswatch. We have overcast skies, 54 degrees outside, and we're back now with our close-up segment visiting on the phone with Alicia Hugan with the Conway County Extension Office. Alicia, good morning. Good morning. Well, you've got an exciting weekend coming up. Tomorrow is the uh, County 4-H Broiler Barbecue Competition, right? That is correct. And, um... We've been watching the weather closely throughout the week. Um, we typically uh, try to host that contest here at the Extension Office on the UACCF campus, but due to all the expected rainfall, we have moved our competition location to the livestock barn, so at least we'll be in an open-air covered building. So we're, um, we've moved our location, and we're looking forward to this in-person competition. So. This will be our first competition back in person. So our 4-Hers will um, be barbecuing chicken, and the top three places will then be eligible to go on and compete at the District Broiler Barbecue, which will be held in Little Rock. All right, certainly exciting. And I know it's, it's so great to, it's got to be to get back and uh, be working with those uh, kiddos and families uh, face-to-face, right? That's right, yes. Um, this is a great competition. This is one that... Even pre-COVID, this has always been, obviously, since it's a broiler barbecue, this has always been an outdoor competition, and, you know, we space those kiddos out and stuff. So this is a great competition to get back into the swing of things, and um, we're just looking forward to tomorrow, rain or shine. All right. Well, uh, also uh, this morning, Alicia, a little bit earlier, you mentioned that uh, you wanted to talk about the winners of the Dairy Recipe Contest. 
Yes, that was a contest we held um, a few weeks ago. So that is always a fun competition this year due to some of our guidelines. Things were a little different with that competition. Um, typically, it, you know, we have judges and the judges actually get to taste the food that these 4-H'ers made. But this year, again, we did things a little different. Um, it was a photo submission of the process of the 4-H'ers with their ingredients and then them cooking the food and then, you know, the preparation and everything and then them with their final dish. So I just want to give a shout out to those 4-H members who took part in the dairy recipe contest. And there were some amazing entries. Um, Leah, she won first place with the party idea with her milk and cookies no-churn ice cream. So that looked amazing. And then our main dish first place winner was Wesley. And he actually created his own chicken dish and... um, it looked amazing as well. He had Gouda cheese, Swiss cheese, Parmesan, heavy cream, sun-dried tomatoes, fresh spinach and basil, like all this amazing stuff. And again, the pictures looked fantastic. So again, um, we had several kiddos participate in everything from cheese balls to cheese ravioli, lasagna, and homemade mac and cheese. So again, a shout out to all those 4-H'ers who took part and um you know, learned some great cooking skills along the way and, uh, you know, was very creative and uh, designed their own recipes. Well, that's great. Uh, Alicia's certainly making everybody hungry this morning, I bet. A lot of that, yeah. a lot of that sounds <laughs> yes. s- sounds so good. Well, uh, of course, uh, certainly congratulations to uh, those kiddos for uh, their hard work and uh, certainly a lot of talent uh, there. Uh, there are a few exciting things uh, coming up over the next few months with uh, 4-H. Let's talk about that. Yes, we are excited to, again, be hosting some in-person activities. So in the month of May, we will be conducting our, what we call our Outdoor-O-Rama, which will be our BB gun safety competitions, our bicycle and sport fishing. And then we'll also be hosting our horticulture and forestry and wildlife and crop and weed ID and several other contests throughout the month of May. So again, we're excited to to be getting back to in-person activities and um, we're going to be looking towards you know summer months to maybe be hosting some outdoor um, summer day camps and different activities so again we're looking forward to the next several months with 4-H. Well that's fantastic. Alicia any other information to pass along this Friday morning? One thing I would like to mention, um, with 4-H and the Extension Homemakers, we are very active and involved in community service projects throughout not only Conway County, but throughout the state. So I do just want to mention that there is going to be a serial drive benefiting the Conway County Care Center. And this is a great way for all all people in Conway County to, you know, give back. So, again, the Conway County Care Center is hosting a serial drive um, May 3rd through the 7th. So, again, I just want to give a shout-out for that group that's taking in the cereal. All right. Well, that's uh, fantastic, and I'm sure we'll hear a lot more about that and uh, where folks can uh, drop things off and uh, things like that over the next uh, few Absolutely. weeks. Absolutely, yes. All right. Well, Alicia, uh, of course, uh, as always, thank you so much for the great information. Uh, thanks for talking to us, and have a great weekend. Thanks, you too. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.